Holly G with the Golf Insiders for today's segment of Tour Talk. I have one of the busiest guys in golf. It's Damon Hack with the Golf Channel and co-host of Golf Today. Hello, Damon. Holly G, happy summer. How's things going? Well, it is summer and the golf schedule seems to just be rolling along as we just recently completed the PGA Championship and the Women's PGA and, oh my goodness, in two weeks, the Open Championship, Damon, and then we're on to the Olympics. Can't get enough golf, my friend. Yeah, it's a busy, busy summer, but there's so much to talk about. It's been incredible from Phil becoming the oldest major champ to John Rahm breaking through. I was fortunate to be both at Kiowa and Torrey Pines, um, taking a little time off before heading to Lake Tahoe for the American Century for the second straight year. That'll be on NBC. So I tell you what, uh, the pros are busy and the broadcasters are busy as well, as you know. That's right, indeed. Well, uh, let's talk about that incredible playoff at the Travelers Championship on Sunday at TPC River Highlands. Eight-hole playoff. Uh, Damon, I got to tell you, I was checking in because uh, I was doing a little work in my yard on Sunday. Bubba Watson was on top of the leaderboard. The next thing you know, Harris English is draining the putt on the 18th, what looked like was going to be a victory. And then the next thing you know, here comes Kramer Hickok. What an exciting finish. really was. I agree with you. I, mean, I thought Bubba was going to go on and win a fourth Traveler Championship. Then he goes six over on his last five holes, and the entire leaderboard is upended. And here you have Harris English burning the 72nd hole and waiting on the, the practice uh, range, hitting balls before him. It was Mark Leishman who gone deep earlier. He was waiting around for a playoff at 12, and then English post 13, so he starts hitting Leishman's balls. And Leishman says, you know, see you later, have a good rest of the day. And little did we know that 29 year old. Uh, originally from Austin, now lives in Dallas, went to UT, but with George Spieth, Kramer Hickok, birdies the 72nd hole, and we have a playoff that's going back and forth between 18 and 17, and it's funny, we actually talked to Harris on Golf Today, and he said something after his round that might have been cool, and the Travelers does so many things right, from volunteers to food to fans to the field they have every year, but I thought it was a missed opportunity not having 15 the drivable par 4 as part of the playoff because it's a risk-reward hole, big numbers, small numbers, excitement, uh, water. I think it might have been uh, really, really fun to see Hickok and English have a shot at that hole as opposed to all the the fours they were making on 18 and 17. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, Yes, it certainly was exciting to have the fans back, and I'm sure for the players. Can you imagine that going on with no fans around that 18th amphitheater? I mean, that was big-time fun to see again in golf. But I agree, and the 17th hole for the fans is a little tough because there's water on one side. So right. I, I think they uh, they need to think about mixing it up for sure. I'd love to see him go 18-15, 18-15. I talked to Trip Eisenhower. I was actually hosting Golf Central on Monday night, and he said, listen, I've played there. It's not that far of a cart ride for the players to go from 18 to 15, nor is it that far of a walk, a little bit of a walk for the fans. But they were, you know, running around having a great time following Pickock and English. But I just think for the viewer at home, 
and even for those on the ground, what fun it would have been to see them go between 18, which has that great amphitheater finish, and 15 with so much risk-reward built into that hole. Kudos or umbrellas up for the Travelers, longtime sponsor of the PG Tour. And not easy to have an event that comes off the heels of the U.S. Open, and they continue to deliver good fields, you know, great golf course, and great finishes. Yeah, they've done a really good job of investing in the young players, giving sponsors exemptions to the likes of Patrick Cantlay uh, and others who continue to patronize the event once they're PGA Tour winners and big stars. And George Spies goes year to year, and Roy McIlroy loves to play, and Bubba's a three-time champ, and Mark Leishman's gone deep there, and Hunter Mayhem back when he was playing great golf. So you have got wonderful stories. It's a golf course that seems to, to not necessarily favor the big hitter. We've seen Kevin Stroman close the seven straight birdies to win. It's just given us so many wonderful stories. So you're in South eight there. I happened to be there that week. Uh, not a long hitter, as you know. So from the Bubba's to the Corey Pavins, who was in that playoff with uh, Bubba when he won for the first time at Travelers, to Jim Fury, it's a golf course that really, really favors no style. It favors the player who's playing the best that week. Well, speaking of playing the best, she's been playing the best for two weeks in a row. Nellie Corda winning the Women's PGA Championship last weekend. Uh, in They were playing in uh, Johns Creek, Georgia, and she had won the week before. She's on fire, Damon. Oh, and this is a clear we've seen coming part of that incredible family dynasty with big sister Jess and little brother, Sebastian Corda, who's competing in Wimbledon as we speak. So we've known of the Corda talent, and to see her break through to win a major championship at the age of 22, not a surprise. She's a three-time winner now this season. As you mentioned, two straight victories on the LPGA Tour. Uh, decided to take this week off, uh, not playing the Volunteers of America class. You can understand maybe a little fatigue after winning the KPMG uh, Women's PGA Championship uh, in that great duel with Lizette Salas. But if you want to talk about a modern swinger of the golf club, we talk a lot about the athletes uh, on the men's side, the Kepkas and the DeSambos and the DJs and the JTs and the Rorys. This young woman, uh, and both really, Jessica and Ellie, six feet tall, long levers, long legs, great width to their swings, and just incredible power to see Nellie take apart those par fives, made two eagles on her final 18 holes in winning her first major championship, and now ascends to world number one and on her way to Tokyo to represent the United States in golf, along with her sister Jessica, Danielle King, and Lexi Thompson. Yeah, incredible. She shot 70, 63, 68, 68, Damon. That's putting the pedal to the metal and making a statement for sure. Uh, you mentioned the Olympics. The uh, men's and women's teams are now in place. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, how the USA is looking? It's going to be so exciting for these players to go represent the United States. And I remember speaking to Mike Wan, who's now the CEO of the USGA, formerly the commissioner of the LPGA. He was all about giving opportunities for the women to be able to see themselves on big stages, competing for majors, competing uh, in the Olympics. And I just think the women have done a wonderful job embracing it. The Cordes sisters, Danielle King, Lexi Thompson, are going to be all about 
donning the red, white, and blue in this capacity. Because listen, a lot of the golfers grow up dreaming about winning majors. They're they're five year olds, you know, dreaming about making that ten footer to win a U.S. Open or U.S. Women's Open. And I think the opportunity to win a medal is a new thing for them. And I think that what we saw in Rio, where we had six medalists in six different countries. Championship in the Motor City, Damon. And you mentioned Bryson earlier. Still answering questions about that final round collapse at the PGA. He's saying, kind of shrugging the shoulders, just luck. It's the rub of the green in golf. Uh, what do you, What do you think about how uh, Bryson's trying to move past it? Yeah, he's trying to protect his confidence a little bit. I mean, uh, back nine forty four. And maybe some bad luck, but it's more bad shots when you talked about how he kind of just was melting down a little bit. Wheels coming off uh, at Torrey Pines, and that's what can happen in a major championship. But I think that the way he goes about his business, for the most part, still is going to yield some great results. In fact, it's interesting, Holly G, it was a year ago at the Rocket Mortgage, which Bryson won with this new body. Yeah, so kind of celebrating the one-year anniversary where Bryson had already built his body up, 40 pounds of mass, hitting these balls like 350 and 60 yards, and still being criticized until he found a way to win with his body. That's exactly what he did. He parlayed a U.S. Open at Wingfoot by six shots. So I think it's a special week for him because he knows this was the turning point for him where all of the protein shakes and raw eggs and Steaks and whatever else he was doing, curls and the weight started to bear fruit. This was the week a year ago where Bryson DeChambeau started to change the way we think about golf. Uh, perhaps we, we need to tip our cap to Bryson on that one. I'll tell you what, I bumped into Bryson when we were both checking into Kiowa at the PGA Championship and got on the island at the same time. And you drive through those kind of kiosks and I had to get my parking pass, and he was uh, waiting for his caddy, Tim. And I said, Bryson, just thank you. I said, thank you for being different. Thank you for bringing us a storyline we wouldn't have in the game. And he's criticized some, some of the things he says. Wish he'd handle his press conference a little bit better, a little more honestly. But, hey, I can't argue with the fact that Bryson brings eyeballs, intrigue. What he did at the API this year, driving it over the lake on the par 5 six hole. He goes about his business so differently. He's a lightning rod. People love him. People hate him. Uh, but you have to respect what he's done in the game. And as someone who depends on storylines, as you do, I'm thankful Bryson DeChambeau is around professional golf. Speaking of an interesting storyline, we're two weeks out from the Open Championship. Shane Lowry 
Championship golfer of the year plus one, Damon. He's hung on to the trophy, the Claret Jug, the longest uh, than anybody uh, through COVID. Yeah, happy to have the Open back. Think about it. We've got a couple of U.S. Opens and a couple of PGAs, a couple of green jackets handed out. And Crazy. I'm missing the, the uniqueness of, of Lynx golf. I've missed the brown fescues and the grasses swaying and the pot bunkers and the unique bounces that we get in Lynx golf. So to have the Open going to Royal St. George's this year and then, of course, the St. Andrews next year, well, we don't get to see much Lynx golf. It's a great stretch of the calendar with the Irish Open and the Scottish Open and then the Open. Rory playing three weeks in a row. He, of course, is an Open champion from 2014. Uh, I'm very excited to see what kind of winner we'll have. i got to think Dustin Johnson, who was in contention before. Darren Clark won a decade ago, will be one of the favorites. And also Brooks Koepka, who continues to play great golf in the major championships. And thanks to Golf Channel, we've really gotten to see so much of, you know, what the European golf tour is like and become familiar with some, you know, of those great players over there. Um, interestingly, uh, something that maybe got a little lost in the, in the final showdown between um, uh, Phil and, and um, Brooks at the PGA was that, Ryder Cup captain of the European squad, Padraig Harrington, finished tied for fourth in the PGA Championship. So, uh, you know, Padraig's probably uh, looking at the possibility here at the Open Championship. Tell you what, Holly, I talked to Padraig Harrington at Kiowa after one of his great rounds of golf, and he played those first two alongside Phil Mickelson, as you remember, and I wrote a column on it for GolfChannel.com. He said, listen, I'm the Ryder Cup captain for Europe, but this is one of my last best opportunities for me in the majors. So he said, listen, I'm going to be selfish during the weeks of majors. I'm not going to worry about, you know, what's uh, Rory McIlroy's game looking like, how is Sergio doing, what's Lee Westwood up to, Henrik Stenks and Justin Rose, etc. I'm focused on me. I'll worry about Tommy Fleetwood and Francesco Molinari when I am not playing in a major. This is someone who's going to go to the World Golf Hall of Fame who has three major championships, a couple of Opens, and a PGA. And I just love hearing him say, the major championship weeks are about me. I'm having Spartan weeks. I am practicing. I am focusing on my game. And I think we saw two great warriors in Phil and Patrick Harrington show what they're made of, show why they've been special players. I just loved hearing Patrick say, I'm not worrying about my team when it's time for me to worry about trying to add a fourth major championship. I love his approach to 2021. And let's not brush off uh, Mr. Steve Stricker here. Uh, putting a big W under uh, his resume last week. Yeah, winning that Senior Players Championship, got a big hug from his fellow Wisconsinite, Jerry Kelly. Three major wins now for, for uh, Steve Stricker, who continues to kind of toggle back and forth between PGA Tour champions and the PGA Tour said that he could have played the John Deere. Uh, instead of competing in another senior major because he still thinks he can win a place where he won three times back in 09, 10, and 11, won three years in a row, the John Deere Classic. So I think we're seeing from the Brian Gates, the Phil Mickelsons, the Steve Strickers, the Stuart Sinks. You know, these are players that Patrick Harrington's 
age really is nothing but a number. Tim O'Neill, 48 years of age, making it to the John Shippen National Invitational to earn an exemption into the Rocket Mortgage. He's been beating around the mini tours and the Corn Ferry Tour and PJ Tour Latino America. He was an original, like, Ben Hogan slash Nike Tour player. Yeah, so incredible remember. story. He's story. Dick Mask, 70 years of age, got 65. He was qualified to get into the Big Sporting Goods Open. He's got a 65 at the age of 70. So I think this is the year, as much as it's been about redemption for George Spieth and Lydia Coe, it's also been about seeing these veteran players remind us that the golf ball has no idea how old you are. I'm, I'm heading to the I'm heading to the range this afternoon, Big D. You've uh, just you've just given me some inspiration. Oh, I'd love to do it. I went yesterday, played seven holes. Uh, it was so hot before I saw my family made five pars. Uh, might have been headed toward a special round, uh, but I uh, I have the energy. You know, it's a short, passionate season up here in the Northeast, so I'm trying to get as much golf under my belt as I can. Well, who are you picking for the Rocket Mortgage Classic? Yeah, you know, I'm going to Jason Kokrak, two-time winner this season, also kind of in the conversation for the Ryder Cup, has played well in Detroit before, uh, out uh, to Jordan Spieth at Colonial, also won in Las Vegas earlier this year, takes the ball a mile, cuts very well, kind of a Sam Burnsian skill set of a player who's a, a big-time hitter who also rolls his run. So, so watch Jason Kokrak, I also expect Matthew Wolf and Hideki Matsuyama to play well also. Yeah, another great event and uh, a great town, the the Motor City. And, Damon, tell my listeners how they can tune in to Golf Today, this this new show that really uh, is is fantastic, leading us into uh, the tournaments on the weekend. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, We're typically 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time on Golf Channel. Right now we're being created a bit on Thursdays and Fridays because there's so much tournament golf. But for the most part, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 12 to 2. Uh, Lots to watch this weekend from the Irish Open and Rory McIlroy, the LPGA down in Texas, and of course the PGA Tour up in the Motor City. Uh, Detroit Rock City is the great uh, rock band Kiss. Adopted many, many years ago. So, a lot of great golf on Golf Channel for you this weekend. Well, uh, if we're we're seeing you, I know you're going to have one of those colorful blazers on. You've been uh, looking quite debonair out there, Big T. And as always, we appreciate your time, Damon Hack from the Golf Channel. Thank you so much. Thank you, Howard G. I'll talk to you soon. Happy Fourth. Indeed, you too.